Years and years ago, a guy lent me a book, but I definitely was never going to give it back to him. This book. It was a trippy. So I found it yesterday in the garage, pieces of it. So I'm going to read something. It's a Tibetan thing called Progressive Stages of Meditation on Emptiness. Yeah. And it has. It presents all these different schools of Tibetan Buddhism's ideas on emptiness. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I'll give you a piece here. No, no, I won't use that. They go into it, so we're not going yet. Yeah, Mike? So yeah, here. We're on. Hmm? We're on. Oh, we're on. All right. Well. There'll be no advanced courses today. It's always introductory. You want to say hello and start? We're started. Hey, everyone. Nice to see you. Hey, Paul. Hey, hey everyone. Oh, yeah, there's some live people. We, uh, yeah. Most of the stand-ins had to go to a parade, so we only got a few for uh, overtime. Okay, so I'm going to read this thing, dream example, or let's say dreaming example, all right? So he's talking about different schools of Buddhism. Yeah, so he goes, when the dream was used as an example in the explanation of the other views, the emphasis was very much on the illusory nature of the dream appearances. Not not that we're not, he didn't, they're not specifically talking about the dreaming, but the appearances in the dream. Yeah, like seeing us like a long lasting, independent, separate object. Yeah. That's completely illusory in their view. Yeah. They're not saying maybe the dreaming because the dreaming is coming from mind. Yeah. But the appearance is appearing. Yeah. All right. So. But this, this other school's view goes uh, even further than this, because dreams quite clearly arise from the luminous quality of the mind itself. So the big M mind is dreaming. Yeah, it's not the little mental condition that's dreaming. It's the big M mind dreaming, yeah. Mm -hmm. The mind itself, the big M again, can produce good and bad dreams and can continue a dream even after it has become aware that it is dreaming. See? So the dreaming doesn't necessarily need to wake up from the dream. It's already inherently awake. Yeah? Yeah. It's the driving force of the dream, the dreaming. Yeah. So I'll say this again. If it gets a little too much, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> point of view, the comparison goes even further, because dreams quite clearly arise from the luminous quality of the mind itself, the big M. The mind itself can produce good and bad dreams and can continue a dream even, even after it has become aware that it is dreaming. So when the big M mind is aware that it's dreaming, it's sort of like a hallucination or like an oasis, you know, uh, not an oasis, but when you see something, what is it? You see something and then you get the truth about it and you still see it, right. a mirage, yeah? So basically it's becomes a state of like miraging, 
Yeah. So you know that it's empty, but it's still appearing as water, fruit hanging around on a tree. Yes. But you know there's no nutrition there. But it's still appearing to present like water and nutrition. Yeah. Yeah. The mind itself can produce good and bad dreams. I don't believe there's good and bad dreams, whatever. Let's say expanding, contracting, dreaming. Yeah. The mind itself can produce good and bad dreams and can continue a dream even after it has become aware that it is dreaming. Thus, they can manifest whether the mind is unaware or aware. This is cool because see, people believe the way they feel about themselves is what's dreaming. And they have this belief that if I realized I was dreaming, there would be the stopping of dreaming. Yeah, and then everything would stabilize. But this is explaining there may not be a stopping of the dream, even though there's an awareness of the, of the dream. Yeah, it's beautiful, really, because it's, 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 it's explaining a lot of stubborn, typical reactions from the mental activity. Yeah. Yeah, so again, thus they can manifest whether the mind is unaware or aware. In the same way, the clear late nature, oh, wait a minute, let's go back first. The mind itself can, can produce good and bad dreams and can continue a dream even after it has become aware that it is dreaming. Thus they can manifest the mind is, thus they can manifest whether the mind is unaware or aware. Yeah. This isn't volition. You're not doing it as a volition. And if you decided not to, or you woke from the, up from the fact that you were doing it, that it would immediately stop. Yes, it's, it's putting away that delusion. Of, you know, because we're thinking from a mental condition that's myopic and small, and it can't do justice to what's happening. So it's best just to realize that, yeah? Because we keep applying our understanding to the answers that show up, yeah? Yeah, so thus they can manifest whether the mind is aware or unaware. In the same way, the clear light nature of mind, I like that, the clear light nature of mind is the basis for both samsara, suffering, which is when the mind is unaware of its own nature, and nirvana, which is when the mind is aware of its own nature. I wanna read that again, it's cool. Yeah. In the same way, the clear light nature of mind, big M, is the basis for both samsara, which is when the mind is unaware of its own nature and nirvana. So it's a reaction to the dreaming. Either there's a reaction that it's dreaming and that would be a sense of nirvana, or there's a reaction to the dream as if it's real and you're perceiving real separate independent things and they're causing effects on you, yeah? And therefore that would be samsara or suffering, yeah? It doesn't, the suffering isn't based on the dreaming alone, it's the reaction to the dreaming as if it's real, see? When you've seen through it, there's a different reaction to the dreaming. The dreaming doesn't have to have a different reaction. There's a different reaction to the dreaming from us. Yeah, you see it differently. See, the hope is that when I saw it differently, it would change completely. It doesn't. Yeah, because that's sort of like when I, you know, people think, 
they find they get an idea that they're the dreaming and then they think they sh they're going to dream 50 Cadillacs and you know new knee joints and shit like that the knee joint arthritis may continue in the dreaming it doesn't mean you're not the dreaming yes it just means it continues <laughs> which is it's beautiful whether the mind is aware or unaware of its own nature that nature does not change. We try to say this every week, but sometimes if I hold a book and I read it, it seems to have more authority than if it's coming out of ball. <laughs> Whether the mind is aware or unaware of its own nature, that nature does not change. So we can feel like we're awake to being awake or asleep to being awake. It doesn't change the awakeness. Yeah, the nature of mind is awake. Yeah, yeah. You don't, if you, if, if there was a field of like individual awarenesses, you wouldn't find any of them sleeping. <laughs> they would be awake. They would be aware because that's their nature, the nature, yes. It wouldn't be a chore or a challenge or a regimen or a practice. Awareness is aware. It's not doesn't exude effort and thought to be aware. Yeah. yeah. So whether the mind is aware or unaware of its own nature, that nature does not change. It is always empty of the imaginary and dependent natures. Yeah. So an appearance is dependent on me seeing it. <laughs> if there's no seeing of the appearance, is there an appearance? Yeah, it's the same, same. So it is always, always, always empty of the imaginary and dependent natures. However, as long as the non-conceptual, non-arising wisdom mind is not recognized, the dependent nature seems to arise. Yeah. Creating the dream manifestations that the confused mind imagines to comprise an outer world interacting with inner minds isn't that the case you're not hearing about you about crisp from your elbow it's in the head yeah the head would be this inner idea that seems to be separate from the body but it's experiencing the body yes this is the duality that is truly empty it's not true yeah so i'll say it again this is a uh, Good one, I think. You all right with this? It's good. All right. However, as long as the non-conceptual, non-arising wisdom mind is not recognized, so this is the condition for this place to continue, having a huge effect, which some people would call samskara. You could have a certain light, lighter view, which would be sort of like a nirvana. Yeah. The dreaming would continue, but the reaction would be different to it. Instead of wishing the dreaming would change, you know, like I want 50 cars, babes, tons of money. That's hoping the dream changes, right? The reaction to the dreaming changes. Whereas that's where the power lies. Yeah. You can wish all day for the dream to change. It probably won't. Yeah. This is the thing we run into in recovery. You have to come to a conclusion that it's best to fit yourself around circumstances instead of trying to fit them around you. Yeah, so this is sort of like a response instead of a mental reaction. 
Yeah, I want everything to change, but I want to stay the same. This is more like, eh, wait a minute. And then you get acceptance of how things are because they're not really, but there's an acceptance. You come to an acceptance of what's going on. You're not in argument with it anymore. Yeah, yeah. Not because it changed, but because the mind has seen something it wasn't seemingly seen. Yes, which is I'm not that in a way. Our, our quote unquote way would be a negation of the dreamt, yeah? The dreamt object that thinks that's constantly is inferred as a subject, yeah? So that inner aspect of mind we think is a part of a body. So we're never in anything, we're always in the out, yeah? Yeah, so, all right. Wisdom mind is not recognized. So wait a minute. However, as long as the non-conceptual, non-arising wisdom mind is not recognized, the dependent, in other words, what you are isn't arising. That's what appears to what you are. The arising and the coming and going appears to what you are. What you are doesn't have that nature of coming and going and appearing and disappearing. Yeah. So Mind is not read. The dependent nature seems to arise, creating the dream manifestations that the confused mind imagines to comprise an outer world, a real place, interacting with inner minds. Yeah. So that's why what the head thinks so much about shit. Yeah. It's not a great actor. It likes to go over shit. It likes to observe, critique, blame, judge, shit like that. Yeah. Those are not like feet uh, traits or hand traits, they're mind traits, yeah, or brain traits, if you want to say it. So from this confusion, the idea of self and other attachment and aversion and all the other concepts and emotional disturbance arise, yeah? So you take yourself to be the dreamt. That's the dilemma. That sets off all these impossibilities seeming so possible and then backed up with time. Yeah. Because you feel like the way it is now is sort of like the way it was. And therefore it's pretty obvious that it's probably going to be the way it will be. Yeah. And this is all coming from mind. That's yeah, the dreaming. So from this confusion, the idea of self. So what confusion is that? The confusion, which is just stated before. Yeah. I'll do it again. Yeah. When wisdom mind is not recognized, there's the confusion. Yeah. So something is recognized that may be searching for the wisdom mind, but it's not wisdom mind. Yeah. That's not what's being recognized. It's everything still being recognized from Paul, even the idea of wisdom mind and everything else. Yeah. So that's the confusion that without knowing it, you're looking for what you are, a.k.a. is what you are, is the big problem. Yeah, that's what, there's the confusion, yeah? You're using mind, big mind, to look for mind, yeah? You don't know this is big mind. You think it's Paul, a separate, long-lasting, independent thing, and I want to grab a little bit of big mind, yeah, somehow, so I'm looking for it. I want to find big mind with the hopes it will give an advantage to small mind, all the while being big mind. That's the confusion. And it keeps, it's a stubborn delusion. It keeps going and going and going. Usually 
it's either brought about by a traumatic thing or a whack or maybe satsang or something, yeah. But there usually it needs a certain triggering to come to, yeah, yeah. All right, so, so mind is not recognized. The dependent nature seems to arise, creating the deep dream manifestations that the confused mind imagines to comprise an outer world, which means a reality, yeah? With inner minds, yeah? That's, so I'm confronted with a day. It's not really Paul, the body's confronted, it's the head, yeah? The head's thinking about it, shit like that, yeah? All right. From this confusing the idea of self and other, which is what? Self and other is two-ness, yeah? Subject, object, hearer, heard, feeler, felt. That's what non-duality negates. It negates two-ness, yeah? It negates this whole idea, yeah? That the dreamt is the reality and there are... Let me just go on. So from this confusion, da, 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 da. emotional disturbance, it is just like getting totally confused and involved in a dream, like sometimes at night, yes? Sometimes you go way in there and you're really, it's really, really real. And when you wake up, you almost have like a hangover. You still have a little fear left over because it was so seemingly real. That I had when I was in the hospital, when I was going into these states, they were the realest dreams I ever been in. They were more real than anything I experienced here. And yet I didn't move from the hospital bed. Yeah, and I had a, they went on for weeks and they had a, traits that were found out in the previous dream came into the next dream and went on and on and on. And the, the reality of it was more, maybe it was, uh, it was like a saving grace because the reality of being in that hospital bed really sucked. So maybe it was a making of this reality uh, to get relief from that. But then it went nightmarish at times, which was worse than what was happening in the hospital bed. Yeah. So again, like it says, it can make bad or good dreams. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it is just like getting totally confused. It sounds like a Californian. It's like getting, you know, totally confused and involved in a dream. Once the awakened consciousness returns, however, one quickly sees the dreams as merely manifestations of the play of the mind. Yeah. And whether they subside immediately or not, they do not disturb the mind at all. Yeah. They may disturb the action figure, but it's not disturbing the mind. You believe the action figure and the mind are the same, so it doesn't make any sense. You think if the action figure is disturbed, the mind's disturbed. It's not the case. Yeah, that's the beauty of it. Yeah, the dreaming doesn't have to be, the awareness doesn't have to be remembered or tried to recite all day because you're aware, awake. The, all, the only thing it can go as is you may be aware to that or you may be asleep to that, but it doesn't change anything. Isn't that great? I feel just like a heavy dream at night, just the waking up from it the next morning changes it completely. Yeah. I mean, it was so incredibly heavy. And then you wake up and you're, a huge relief comes because you woke up and you were not, you're not in that dream. This is sort of what it's like here. Yeah. 
you don't have that event of a morning and in a bed and coming to, but it's sort of the same relief, yeah? Just, but in this case, the dreaming continues, like it says it may, and, it, and therefore the head is totally stumped because it believed that it was doing it somehow. And if it stopped dreaming, everything should stop. Yeah, and then it gets mixed up. It, it lends meaning to the dreaming to, to disqualify itself from its inherent awakeness. It says, this has to stop for me to be awake. And it doesn't, yeah. You're gonna have feelings, the body's gonna react to stimuli. Yeah, there'll be highs and lows. But the point is that sense of emptiness, there'll be no bottom to the, to the pot, so to speak. Yeah, the glass won't be able to hold anything. Everything's just coming and going. Yeah, and there's a relief or a traveling lighter with this understanding. Yeah, not about everything changing and getting great. You don't want to wait for that. It's not going to happen. You know how many times you've dreamed if I just had that and when you get that, there's unintended consequences and more shit happens. It's just, this. <laughs> this is just the message. So I'll put it back in the garage. I thought it was pretty cool though. Are you agreeing? I think I am. Tell them what the no. thing is. No, because then they'll run out and buy it. Oh. No, let them <laughs> sit. Maybe next week. Well, maybe I can just type it into the Oh yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, we'll do it. Maybe. Okay. I'll decide later. <laughs> I mean what you read. Oh, when I read. Oh yeah, we'll take a picture of it. Yeah. Yeah. There's tons of it in there. But I got introduced to this like long, long time ago. Uh, this stuff. It makes a different it means a lot different now. It was that was the last page. Look at the guy who was who wrote it. <laughs> He's looking pretty. <laughs> I don't know if you want him to come to Thanksgiving. You had like an old uh, righteous family. Hey, look at this guy. <laughs> what is this? Oh, they're not going to recognize me. I know. I know. So let me just put it the way we have it here. Yes. We always used to say, we say it that there's these, basically what it said, there's these two possibilities seemingly. You can be awake to being awake here, or you can be asleep to being awake here. One would lean more towards a nirvanic condition. I'm not saying that's what's gonna be. Let's just say traveling later, not yeah? And the other is gonna lead to a more heavy condition. Let's say suffering, yeah? And I don't mean suffering as a, as a add-on to pain, I suffering coming out of nothing, like the mental anxiety, yeah? Where something that's not even so to begin with, you're not even seeing an appearance of it, you're making one up in the head. And then it's provoking anxiety about what you think it's gonna be like. And then there's, and you just lost that, what it's possible to be like now. Again, because you're, you're in, you're in that confusion of what's going on, basically. You're believing this is real and this is real, yeah? And a lot of people will see that this isn't real, but there'll be an assumption that they're still real, like Ramana Maharshi 
captures it with the guy in the movie theater, sees the movie and he knows it's unreal. Yeah, and his life is like a movie, unreal, but he's feeling, there's a sense of reality he's thinking he has. Yeah, so he's a part of the unreal and he's the real observer of it. No, he says the circle captures the whole theater and that person sitting in it. That's all the dreaming. Yeah. The dreaming cannot decipher, understand, comprehend. The, you know, this, the dream cannot comprehend and, and understand what's dreaming. Yeah, that's the beautiful message in a way. You're not going to get it because you are it. Yeah. See, if you were, if you had a, like a school and you were studying, let's say, trigonometry, it would be helpful to have an understanding of it and study it because you're not trigonometry. Yeah. It's a topic separate from what you are, but you can't apply that modality to us because the assumption of non-duality is being ourselves reality. That's the assumption. It doesn't have like a, a 12 month or 36 month plan to arrive somewhere because it's implying you're already there. Now, if that's way confusing to you, it may be the you that you're not that's confused. And therefore, the confusing is the perfect message to that which you're not. For if it has clear sailing with a super clear understanding, you're probably going somewhere else. <laughs> it's better when the effect is confusing and what the fuck and like a dog with the head. That's a more uh, that's a better indication when it's coming to this because you don't want everyone at school, you know, writing notes and nodding. No, 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 no because you're the topic that your head would like to talk about. You are it, you are it, that's the assumption. Now, give it a shot. It's not something else, to, oh, I, you mean I should have been it bef before Boy. this, you know, and then the head again. <laughs> and this is a perfect, because Mike has gone through this a lot with hearing messages. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, because over the years, yeah, your head, turn something that would be a, a nice invitation into another cross to bear or it's flagellation. So like we always say, from all the years of going to talks and stuff, it would, would have been better off for the person not to hear the word awake and definitely not to hear enlightenment. They would have been better as a person because the person hears it as a lacking that they have something to do with, something morally wrong with them or they didn't do enough. This is what it does. It just, this confusion adds more confusion. Yeah, that's why you wanna bypass. You're not talking to what comprises Chris. You're talking through Chris to what you are, to this beautiful way they say it, you know, the wisdom mind, the clear light of the wisdom mind, yeah. <laughs> Now, if you addressed anyone here, and there was thousands of people, all right, uh, could the clear light of the wisdom mind stand up? No one probably would get up. Yeah. But if you call Chris, all the Chris's would get up, Mike would get up. But our real name can't be heard. It can only be sensed in a way. Yeah. <laughs> By realizing you're not Mike, and you're not Chris, and you're not John, and you're not Paul. It's with... That's the confusing. It's not, it's not Paul 
being confused. Paul's the confusing. Yeah, the idea of Paul is what's confusing the matter. Yeah, I don't see how you're going to have Paul in it to get it as <laughs> it's just impossible. It's like the thing of there's a great party, but when you get there, it sucks. It's just the way it goes. So, you know, <laughs> you, you want to question one else at the door. You need to be questioned at the door. You need to be left behind in a way. Yeah. So this is the message. The message, we're not really interested in what we are. Really, we're not. We're interested in what we're not. That, has, that interest is going to be more valuable than, and, than trying to be interested in what you are as what you're not. It's much more valuable to be interested in what you're not as what you're not. <laughs> you know, seeing it from what you are. Because who says you're not? This says right here, yeah, it's always the dreaming. Yeah, you don't take up the mantle and now you as the dreamt is dreaming from now on. No, you're an object, you're an idea, not an object. You appear as an object. You're an idea that's been, is being dreamt, yeah, through a confusion uh, from the fact of what's real and what's not real. That's why negation is the way, in a sense, when it comes to non-duality. It starts with it, right, on the title, and non-not. That's a negation of what comes after it, yeah? Duality, not two. It behooves us to get a sense of what two means to us, or as us, really. And now by recognizing that, you're not recognizing it from the two-ness. You're seeing it from mind, big mind, yeah? Finally, the message got through. Yeah, it got through to you, what you are. And now you look at what you're not and you see you're not that, yeah? There doesn't need to be any exclamation or any, you know, eureka because you were never that, yeah? All the shenanigans and all the shit that you believed was real and more reality was piling on every day, in fact, has never reached a point of realness. It's been appearing to be real to what's real, because what's real seems to be confused. What is this confused of? It's confused of the basic point, yeah? Is this a real world with real people? And I'm, am I having a real, honest, organic response, or is it not? Yeah. We're not going to... We're going to shrink it from the world and all the people. Just bring it back right here. Yeah. Are you that which is constantly thought about? Does the thought system capture you? Does it? Are you 6'2", six, 6'3", six, this age, that, that? Give me a break. Yeah. That doesn't capture you. You can't be. There can't be a picture of you. That's the message. If that little uh, curiosity isn't there, keep coming back or life will probably slap you to attention. <laughs> you get some Zen bitch slaps out there and maybe it'll bring you to attention. And maybe just maybe you'll see what you're not from what you are. It's available all the time. It says asleep or awake to it doesn't matter. It's available. The person that you think is the inhabitant of your house, you were there before. 
they ever showed up. You have always been here, what you are. Everything else has come and gone, has appeared to disappear. You haven't, yeah? So when you've been convinced that the guy who tells you, you saw him come in and now he's telling you he owns the house, yeah? You don't buy it. Just like when I was in Turkey that time and went to that rug emporium and there was a fact in my life, which was I don't have a house. Therefore, I'm not really that interested in buying rugs. <laughs> all right. Now you can, they were great rugs. You would think, all right, well, one quality in the rug is going to override that fact. It wasn't, it didn't, you know, the fact that I didn't have a house gave me an immunity to buying a rug. <laughs> I don't care how great it was. It was presented incredibly twirling, throwing it around, came with apple juice and fucking Turkish coffee. I wasn't going to budge because I didn't have a flaw at the And then they said, okay, we'll, we'll fold it and put it in your backpack. When, <laughs> where are you going next? Thailand. Here, take the, I'm not going to take a rug to Thailand. <laughs> you know what I mean? So because the assurance of that fact, I got to see the advertising. Yeah. I got to see the product, but I didn't leave with it. Yes. I didn't leave with the product. That's usually different. Yeah. And it was enjoyable. They were great rug salesmen. They were. They just weren't great rug salesmen in the in the culmination of selling a rug to me. They were great rug salesmen. They presented it. If I had a house, I probably would have done it, but I don't. You see, that's the underlying message non-duality gives us. It's a fact at the basis of all. Yeah, it's, it's reliable because it's true. Yeah, and it will bring to stark contrast something that's not aligned with it. That which has been going along without much ins inspection, if you meet non-duality, the message of it, those misunderstandings are going to come into the light. You're going to see the, 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 uh, the faulty uh, flaw that your life is resting on. You will. Yeah. That's the understanding of non-duality. It brings out the misunderstandings. And you see it. And there's a truth that's told. Yeah. The other, side is, the other side is really cute too that the salesmen if they're focused on needing security money whatever as opposed to hey i'm just yes in connection with the customers and good artsmanship exactly it has nothing to do with that exactly it's just you know this place there's things are happening and then there's a reaction to the things that happen yeah the reaction is much more important than the things that are happening just like someone who has a belief that it's never enough, then thinks something happens, they get a million dollars and they're still worrying what happens if, if their account goes to, instead of six digits, it drops to five, they're totally flipped out. Yeah? This is it. We're, live, we're, we're taking ourselves to be the mental condition that's representing us, yeah? We don't understand how myopic it is because it won't bring us to that understanding. And if we're relying on it, it won't, yeah? Uh, so, yeah, anyone have a question?
I'll release the name of the book later. <laughs> Anybody want to raise their hand? <laughs> Something. I was thinking at the beginning, like, as a spiritual guy, the idea is that there should be pure being all the time. Sense that there is wonderful being this. And let's say I get rejected by somebody romantically, or I even think they're rejecting me. This can send me into this whole spiral. Okay. And the being's gone. I'm now I'm caught up in this resentment or this real low self-esteem vibe. And uh, then the spirituality can be an extra layer of suffering because, oh, I'm not experiencing pure being right now. So it's not only now I've got not only the rejection, but I've also got the, the whole. And how you dealt with the rejection yeah, implies that, yes, you're not a stabilized spiritual being. Yeah, it's just spirituality, and you're saying this about it. And there's there's therapy there's therapy there's therapists for that when you when you realize you're not a beautiful spiritual being they're very long sessions lifetime <laughs> <laughs> but see that's the thing see that's like the you know like in the Mexican jumping bean and then there's other beings so. One aspect of the head is like a jumping bean. Yeah. So there it goes. It's dependent for its condition on other conditions completely. It's in it's independent. Uh, it's a dependent. It's independence origin originates dependently. <laughs> See, I'm a long-lasting separate entity as long as all these other conditions are working out. Yes. So basically the mind has a, a desire or a drive. And then, of course, it recoils when it doesn't get what it wants. Yeah. So all you're seeing is like the spasms of the mental activity, but you're seeing it from awakeness. Yeah. That's all you see everything from. Yeah, is from awakeness. Now, what says it will be the seer of that or from that won't be awakeness. That will be the mental activity again. Yeah. So the mental activity is claimed to a point that you've had enough taste that you're now a spiritual, enlightened, stabilized, great person. And of course, it, that's a very conditional state. So it has a lot of defenses and you get rejected and then the whole thing collapses and now the emperor has no clothes, but trying to put on a lot of clothes. <laughs> yes, again, this is the, you're in the court of the fucking, you know, mischief king, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, your attention is. But the whole context of that is awakeness. That's why you can be insane going on like a train of thought going so fucking fast. And when it stops, there's no damage. You didn't get destroyed, nothing. Because the everywhereness overrides all the speed going somewhereness. The everywhereness neutralizes it all. As soon as you want to get off that train and you're off the train, there's no damage whatsoever. And when you go back to that seeming station, that sent, that moment has never changed. It's exactly the, how it felt every time that you thought you left and came back, basically. Yeah, you may have been in different settings, but the same presence was there every, since you were a kid until now. What does that tell you? Maybe you never went anywhere. 
that's the dreaming. The dreaming is that you went, that you left something you couldn't leave and you've gone somewhere that you couldn't go to. Yeah, and there's a lot of puffing and puffing and giving it life. Yeah, but it usually pops and when it pops, nothing's ever happened. Isn't that the feeling? You know, you're totally, totally, and then suddenly the train stops and you're off and you're like, how did I get back here? Well, you never left, really. That's how you got back here. You never left. So hopefully it will pile on one day and you'll get that, hey, yeah, you'll get it. You'll get that you've never left. So basically your heart won't be in it when it thinks it went off and it got rejected by that person. It will still pantomime or like, what's his name, that, that mime, but it won't be, there won't be, uh, you won't be into, in it. Yeah, you won't be full headed in it. You'll just see, oh shit, here it is. This is like 850th trying for the triple whatever and failing. <laughs> Yeah, always expecting different results. You get, you know, I mean, you've seen it enough. When is it, see, the point is you getting it and getting that it's not you are totally different. Yeah. The head is looking for it to get some knowledge that would give it an advantage with that. But when you see you're not that, that's a different knowledge. Yeah. It's a different knowledge. It doesn't go into the bank account of the action figure in a way. It'll be almost as if the action figure becomes like a, a trust fund baby. It doesn't really know where shit's coming from, but it's working. <laughs> and you've, you've, you've grown in assurance that you're taken care of because you are. <laughs> it's pretty, there's not much evidence you need. You are taken care of. So, yeah. So see all that movement as just that, a movement, a movement that's completely contained in context. It never leaves. It doesn't burrow through and go somewhere else. It doesn't escape the atmosphere. It's all that you believe all this shit. And it has value because you'll see these, these misunderstandings or these false beliefs. You'll see them as false. Yeah. The false belief that you could be anywhere else other than where you are. That's so obviously, yeah? The false belief that what's not happening must be what they call in the Course of Miracle, a causeless effect, yeah? Because how could Tuesday destroy my Saturday if there isn't even a Tuesday? How could it? So Tuesday is supposedly what is destroying my Saturday, but Tuesday is a causeless, yeah? It's producing an effect now but it's causeless. There's no Tuesday on Saturday. Yes? It, it's just happening and what's not happening. Now, why not be clear about that? It's got value. Because what occurs is you realize the only way Tuesday is happening in, yeah, in what's happening is if what's happening is believing it. We are what's happening. Everything else is what's not happening. Yeah. All those chewy, sumptuous thought fields, the head loves to go there. There's, there's no root. It's all appearance completely. It's like going into a breakfast nook and every cereal box from the world is there. So you think this person has it made, but there's no food in any of them. Yeah, it has, looks like it, but there's no nutrition whatsoever. 
you're what's happening. I'm what's happening. Yeah? And we seemingly can bring about effects from what's not happening and have those effects affect us now, not as the dreaming, but as the dreamt. Yeah? There's a description of it perfectly in the course. You and I are the dreaming of the dream. I don't like the word dream, but it says that. Yeah? You and I are the dreaming of the dream. We forget that. All right. Uh, so what triggers that forgetfulness? I would say being identified as the dreamt. Yeah. So the dreaming becomes identified as the dreamt. Suddenly new conditions become possible that were impossible from the dreaming. Yeah. As soon as the dreaming takes itself to be the dreamt, a whole new situation sets up, which is a form of dreaming. Yes. Now it's dreaming through something and therefore there's a definition given to it by that something that's it's being dreamt through. Yes, you see? So the way this thing is built starts presenting a view and you see everything the way this thing sees everything. Yeah? Okay, so now, all right, I forget that I'm dreaming by the identification as the dream. And now suddenly I'm in a new condition that everything I'm dream dreaming, I've given it the ability to affect me. What is that but fucking obsessing over next week and having a next Wednesday destroy or affect your Saturday. Isn't that exactly what was described there? I take myself to be the dreamt. I give everything I'm dreaming, dreaming the power to affect me as the dreamt. Yeah, your head is dreaming of next week, telling you, playing God, saying it's going to be fucking terrible. It sucks you're definitely going to two, three to five years prison, whatever. And therefore you feel super anxious that you're looking to get out of the moment, like drinking or whatever, when there's no one else is being compelled as you are because they're reacting to their own what's not happening. You're reacting to this what's not happening, but it's the same principle, it's the same uh, dynamic. If you can see it once, you'll see it more. And after a point, there won't be any need to see it anymore. You've got it, you recognize it, yeah? You recognize what's happening. Now, will it bring great relief for the action figure? I don't care. I believe knowledge does eventually, but there's just a seeing of it. And then it usually leaks out as the action figure and the action figure is traveling lighter with a very clear understanding that it has nothing to do with the traveling lighter because it never even thought about it. It never even figured this out, yeah? It came up, so basically it's mental movement of claiming can't reach far enough back to claim what's happening because now you're living from what you are, yeah? And you may give it a title of a higher power, the Holy Spirit, the beloved, but you'll be feeling like you're in great hands, yeah? Those hands could be your imaginary hands yourself, but you give it a title, the beloved, or, you know, yes? yes. And now you travel in a certain level of gratitude and honor all day, instead of bitching about shit and thinking you should get more than you have. Yeah. That's what happens. When you're onto something, you're truly onto something. Non-duality brings us to a point of really being onto something. It is definitely, because if you correct something that's gotten momentum, yeah, Non-duality corrects it at a point where there was no need for a correction. That's what's seen. It's beautiful. Yeah. 
if it keeps going, you, there's really a need for a correction. And then you find it the other way. The correction happens and then you realize there was really no need for a correct, yeah? But when you get it super close, super clear, it's so beautiful. The solution is not, is not necessary. It's only necessary because there was an idea that there was a problem. Once the idea or the problem's negated, there's no solution. That to me is economy. That to me is efficiency. That to me is traveling lighter, yes? Yeah. So we read this thing today, Joyce. Uh, it's never going to be read again, so you really missed something. No, no. Oh, you can watch it on Zoom. Oh, shit. What was it? Nothing, just something. Oh, yeah, we're just joking around. We're just talking about another aspect of dreaming, another way of describing it from Buddhism, from Tibetan Buddhism. This whole like, this whole confusion of uh, non-conceptual mind seemingly, you know, falling into the conceptual pool, yeah, and then taking to believing stuff that's not true, and then starting from there, maybe questioning everything else, but never questioning that starting from there, yeah? which is why our non-duality finally bubbles up in the pool. And it's not a preserver. Everything else is throwing you a life preserver. <laughs> Non-duality says fucking drown, motherfucker. <laughs> Literally, doesn't it? Yes. But there's not a lot of big non-duality churches anymore. That's right. I like going the other way. Die. The floating will occur, but I like them yeah. to go through the experience. Yeah. Oh, yeah. die. Uh, yeah. It's definitely a lot of non-duality is beautiful because it questions what you're bringing to the door. It doesn't let you in as you think you are. Yeah, it questions as you think you are. A lot of other things made room for what you're not to come in. Yeah, yeah. And I see non-duality as different, a different uh, invitation. It's really stopping you at the door and asking for your paper. Yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. Not like, oh, you're going to improve. You're going to get there someday. No, you're never going to get it. <laughs> All your efforts are pointless, but you can't stop efforting, can you? <laughs> and but just more a, confusion. There's a lot of non-duality or groups of non-duality that is just, are just as religious make it into you're not here or not like it's crazy but anyway you can make anything into a religion you, you know, can yes you can but, yeah. but you can't make nothing into a religion so <laughs> well, no you can't that's the beauty of it they may call it something but religion of nothing yeah yeah i like the, what's happening and what's not happening just sums it all up yeah. so simply i've never heard anybody talk about it that way well, yeah, that's like what's not happening. Well, that's the beauty of it, because, again, you can use two-ness to good effect, because if you just if you. If there's only what's not happening. There would be no counterpoint. Yeah. But by having it, there's what's happening and what's not happening. It's easier to recognize the difference, so to speak. Yes. Yeah. So. 
what's happening, we used to always say it, you know, what's not happening, anything can happen. It's a much larger uh, field of imagination, what's not happening. What's happening only, ha only has one quality, what's not happening doesn't have, which is it's happening. <laughs> but it overrides all the other imaginary qualities because it's happening, yeah. We are what's happening, truly. We are what's happening, yeah, yeah. Not as we're pictured, yeah. That's the that's the dreamt idea of us. That's a mental projection, yeah. That we take to be us, yeah. And in that mental projection, yes, two hands, yeah. That in that mental projection, uh, if it's if it grabs some, let's say, land or turf, it limits severely possibilities. Yes. So instead of being okay, there's a hope I will be okay. Yeah, maybe uh, uh, remembering I was once okay. Yes, see, it throws everything into time. And then you get emphasized. Yeah. It has to, something that isn't so has to have a lot of provoking, a lot of advertising, a lot of like, let's, you know, like a, a blow up doll, if it has holes in it, for you to have that appearance, there's a lot of blowing, you know. <laughs> Because it keeps, it can't hold anything. Yeah. So for it to appear to be something, there's a lot of work there, a lot of mental activity. Yeah. All right. So it's Boaz and then Angie. Boaz? Yeah. Yes. Right. Boaz. Hi, Paul. Yeah. All right. What's the question? You have the, Go ahead, Boaz. You have the volume? Oh. Uh, Go you ahead, hear me? Boaz. Do you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, Yes, the... <laughs> you hear me, Paul? It's like the machinery of Zen Bishlap run like a top. <laughs> Maserati sound. <laughs> All cylinders firing. Perfection. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Boaz? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hi, Paul. Hey. Hi. I can't see you, but yeah. Never mind. Um, I would like first to, to thank you for the style of you bring the things, especially of, uh, you know, not wearing a non-dual face when you speak. <laughs> and you're laughing. <laughs> yeah, it's make it What's much... A, wait a minute, let me practice my non-dual face. <laughs> not bad, not bad. No, you, you need a smile, you need a smile. <laughs> and donation <laughs> so thank, thank you for that and also for some of the words you use especially the I think the word selfing was really helpful for me oh great after yeah. so many years of calling this process uh, in different names you know, the usurper, the robber, whatever, even the taxman, you know, the taxman that, uh, <laughs> that no matter how much, how hard you work and how much money you make, he always take the biggest cut to himself and keep you poor. But this, uh, this word selfing is uh, really, really helpful uh, to put it all together. Good, good. And um, I like to bring up something. Um, 
I want to talk about the, the inner urge or call for freedom or truth. And in, uh, for me, I can remember this from a very young age. It was there when I was six years old. And very clearly, then it went to sleep for some 10 years and it came back, you know, in the teenage 15 or 16. And it was very strong. And it's very strong until today, many, many years later. And uh, of course, this, this uh, calling for truth also was uh, robbed by selfing, you know, to create some uh, seeker identity or something like that. I can see that. I, I see that for many, many years. And, but still, I have this question about this, this inner call. This, um, it's there all the time. For me, it's the most, I don't know, precious or important thing in my life. What, and I want to, to, I don't know if you can comment about some differentiation between if it has some real meaning and not only being robbed by the selfing process. Uh, well, it has real meaning for you. And that's beautiful. So yeah. See, again, mind is before everything. So nothing has a meaning in and of its own. It's given meaning. And the way you shared about it, it has a beautiful meaning. So let it use you as an instrument to express that beautiful meaning. Yeah, it's like a seed assignment. Yeah. Other people, it, it goes differently. Yeah. Yeah. So you want more? I can. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a beautiful. Uh, just know that, you know, that calling, the head will react <laughs> and say that it's the one that's doing the calling and it's the one who responded. Yeah, just to have that knowledge is helpful. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Because the mental state wants to give value, its own way of value to things by claiming them. And then those, those things unclaimed express another value, yeah? So it's almost like a robbery. The claiming is sort of a robbery. And so some people get this calling and it, it sets them on a course of spiritual seeking and it can be beautiful, but the head now takes that, that calling and mutates it to its own agenda. And now it builds another identity, maybe better than the tattooed leather jacket going to rehab identity, makes another identity up. And sometimes the hand, uh, takes on the sense of the glove, yeah? So it needs a reminder to remember, hey, the glove is fine and you're not the glove, yeah? Yeah, and because the head, I saw it with me. A lot of things I did, I thought they were being driven by pure intention, but something before 
uh, it got out on the paper, something had given its own meaning to it and wrote a whole completely different story <laughs> than the one I thought I was living. And uh, it seemed actually to be the more dominant one. Then it didn't seem like mine was going, was getting, uh, was finding itself in the print, yeah? The other book was the dominant theme. So this is the point of the sharing of this is to recognize whatever is going on, something arises and claims it. And it has an agenda that's not gonna combine with yours. It's gonna override yours or whatever, not yours or that love or that calling, yeah? It's gonna override it and tattoo it with its own meaning, yeah? So, like in my case, I don't have that. I just lost interest in a lot of stuff. You know, I got lost interest because I saw in my own life, a lot of noble callings were just, a, you know, of I was moving towards something was really just moving away from something else. Yeah, sort of like. You know, I recognized my spiritual calling started when I had teenage acne, you know, acne broke out. I, you know, I just see, I feel, uh, yeah, yeah, but that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. we go to the other one, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Angie? Oh, wait a minute. What the action figure with me. Hi, Paul. Hey. This time is not about the action figure, it's about the big M mind. <laughs> Actually, and the action figure, because uh, it's difficult to not speak about uh, both of them together. So, uh, as you said, uh, we are the dreaming and this uh, big M mind. And uh, all these uh, um, truths, let's say non-duality and other, I, I don't even know what to call them, um, methods or views or whatever, uh, they do help the action figure travel lighter, right? And, I hope so, yeah. Yes, so, so that is great. And uh, the hope is that, uh, um, the message from Buddha comes through you and reaches uh, Buddha in the rest of the action figures. Now, if this is the dreaming of the bigger mind, then uh, I know it's a silly question, but, <laughs> and it's uh, not for the small mind to understand this, but what's it to the big mind to change to, to move the dreaming in that direction. So some of the action figures in this dream actually realize that this is a dream and they live an easier life. They move through life easier. Like what's it to the bigger mind? Is this like some kind of evolution? Is this some kind of uh, like, I know it's not for the small and mind to understand, but uh, do you have a glimpse or, you know, an understanding like why, why why do no. we go through this the way we do? And uh, no. this is also related to grace and why some, you know, sometimes Buddha uh, 
within us hears the message and sometimes doesn't. <laughs> yes, but no, I don't. But underlying that, as we spoke about earlier, the awakeness is the awakeness. It doesn't matter if someone seems to be awake to it or not. Yeah. So I don't see there's people and being a person excludes you from that. It doesn't. It's just an appearance of being a person. Pretty much it can hold its breath for maybe 90 or 100 years of time, and then it disappears like everything else, the action figure. So I don't know what's you know, going on, really. So, I mean, I have no interest in knowing it, really. I know, I know that why I really have no interest in it, because I can't get it. It's just, you could feed it to me one letter at a time. It doesn't matter. By the time I, when I threw it up, it would be all jumbled together. I was just not going to get it. That's what I'm clear about. <laughs> so I've lost interest and I, my day is filled with interest, sort of like, uh, I hope the guy's, is working at the cafe who makes the good coffees because for a couple of months, someone else is making them. They didn't taste so good. That's where my interest lies, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And but, I feel but, it. Yeah. In a way, it feels like a sort of a underground movement, you know, to realize that we're awakened within this dream, you know, in that, yeah. in that sense. <laughs> well, you don't know a lot, you know, you don't know. One of the coolest people I ever met was this old Italian cobbler here in San Francisco, Peter Fonda, he's passed away. And uh, he had no idea how cool he was. I don't think he was very cool. He was uh, used to make shoes with for Mother Teresa. He was a very devout Catholic. I had a got run over by a car, so I had to get a made shoes to fit the, the deformity of my right leg. So they had made shoes and he was the guy who did them. And I just got, I just used to go there for any excuse just to hang out with him. Yeah, and then finally I brought him a, a leaf from the Bodhi tree, you know, so in many lines from the Buddha where Buddha supposedly woke up. And there was no way in hell he'd ever put anything on his wall, but Catholic, and he put it up there. It was great. Yeah, <laughs> it's very cool. So uh, he never went to a satsang or anything like that. I think he was very quite clear. So yeah, there may be more than you imagine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, who knows? And what about if, like asking my wife or anything else, like why does an egg taste really good? So awakening is an experience with a lot of different varieties. It's like, you know, my scrambled or over eating. So you can't really ask why, because that's the mechanism of the dreaming. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the point is, Angie, too, if you get down to it, uh, there are no people. So this sense of, in, in, of independent, long-lasting, temp, uh, existing things isn't true. So basically, nothing ever happened to change anything, really. So it can appear to be changed, and it can be remembered to be changed. And all these weird things can occur through time and space, but really nothing ever, ever happened. So the awakeness hasn't lost one bit of awakeness from the being asleep. 
<laughs> yeah. So when you wake up, you're gonna you're gonna have like a half a tank of awakeness. <laughs> I spent a lot of it driving asleep. No, the tank will be filled. <laughs> Go as far as you like. <laughs> we used to use the the idea of a dreaming with uh, you know, you you wake up and you remember you had a dream of uh, drinking a Slurpee for five seconds, and then. The night before you dreamt of a 300 year epic and you were like 10 incarnations. And uh, how long did it take to wake up from both dreams? Because only in the dream is there these ideas, time, individual, missing it, getting it. Yes, they have relevance in this package, but this package is not in and of itself a package. It's appearing in a context where it has no relevance, yeah? With the hopes by recognizing what you're not, there's a lot of freedom in that no relevance. There's a lot of freedom available, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I've seen a lot of, well, you know, I had this thing happen when I was young, uh, one of my uncles passed away and my mother brought me to the funeral parlor. And, I did, and then she wanted me to go up and say goodbye to Uncle Fred. And I didn't really want to go, but my mother walked me up there. And I looked into the casket and it was super clear that wasn't Uncle Fred. Yeah, so. Now, that which was Uncle Fred wasn't what Uncle Fred was worrying about. <laughs> Uncle Fred, was worrying about a lot of other shit pertaining to and as Uncle Fred. When you removed Uncle Fred, there was no, <laughs> all those concerns were quite imaginary, yes? Uncle Fred wasn't the body. The body has concerns. Body has drives, has, not the body, but the idea of a body and of the entity. All these things, and they have meaning and a certain reality in this dreamscape, but they don't bleed into what is. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd love to see, like in recovery, I'd love to see people travel lighter. Why? Because I see a lot of people traveling heavy and I have it in my family and other people. And uh, it's a bitch. It's a bitch to be taken over by some parasitical movement that really, really magnifies this seeming mistake or this seeming uh, misunderstanding to the point, you know, that person who's feeling real is suffering greatly. And uh, I love to see people travel lighter, but hey, you bring the horse to the water, you can't make them drink, you know? So, yeah. My nephew just went back out and, you know, my sister, you know, killed herself with pills and uh, he, I worked with him for a while and, you know, I could, I could write his whole life story, not because I know Frank well, but I know alcoholism well and alcoholism has Frank. Yeah. So Frank's going to do what alcoholism does. <laughs> so I could write the story. But I can tell them what pays 350 is gonna 
feel like when he's on page one, but he ain't going to listen to it unless he does. So that's all you can do. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes. So, you know, at one, one point, understanding and being of help is, is uh, apropos as an ink action figure. That's why I love the seat assignment. I can share about non-duality with where the greatest help is no help. And then I can be available in recovery where you can be of help to people. Yeah, yeah. In the experience of a person that can be help given. Yeah, you can sit there and be sober for someone who's struggling with it. And maybe some, maybe a light will go on and a possibility. I'm all for that. Yeah. yeah. And then non-duality is the best help is no help at all. Let everyone sit with their own devices so they realize they're not their own devices. Yeah. And then like Ramana said, such a beautiful way, supposedly, where he came into a room full of some of his people who'd been with him for years and they were talking amongst themselves about, can they teach? You know? And they asked him and he says, yeah, all you guys can teach, but I don't recommend it. And so they go, wait, why? And he says, compassion. And they go, can you explain? He says, yeah, you're gonna be sitting in front of a group and you're gonna feel compassion and you're gonna dilute the message. Yeah. Because you wanna be of help. Yeah. So the wanting to be of help will be a dilution of the message because it will reinforce that there's someone that needs help. Yeah. So non-duality, it's like the soup Nazi. Non-duality, no soup for you. You know, recovery, hey, here's some soup. <laughs> Pay me next month. Yeah, yes, some bread also. <laughs> and both, in a sense, are valid. Yeah, yeah. Annette? Annette. 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 Yeah. Hi, Paul. Hey. Uh, thank you for coming into my life at a time when I needed you. And uh, 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 when I was trying to explain to other people what it felt like to move a little lighter. So thank you for that. But uh, my question is um, in terms of non duality, uh, some of my teachers who are my religion, uh, talk about non-duality and they talk about not getting caught in the trap of nihilism when you think about it or try to understand it. And so I was wondering if you had maybe, I don't know the right word, a secular equivalent to that in terms of what, what you're communicating because, mm, you know, you, if you're not that, then you don't do the dishes, whatever. So yeah, yeah. how do we uh, maintain our um, everyday lives, understanding that we are not that? You'll find out. <laughs> There's no rote, you know, Lovely. diagram with 12. Uh, yeah, you'll find out. Everything's valuable. When, it, when there's a fuck up, great. You'll, you know, there's value in that, so, yeah. And just recognize the mental activity is gonna claim wherever you are and it's going to say it's there 
not with you, but as you. So, hey, if you see that. Yeah. Oh, you want to leave them unlocked? All right. Great. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Man. Yeah. Yeah. So there's uh we're not going to lock up. Oh, <laughs> there's a run for the bathrooms now. No, no. They're going to stay unlocked. Exactly. You see. They were just reminded of these things there. So uh, what was that thing we were just, yeah, Nanette with the thing. Oh, yeah. And you'll see the mental state do what I just shared and you'll catch it yourself. And then there'll be an intimacy in that recognition. It won't be, a, it'll be like, a, like gluten-free bread is usually very dry because it doesn't have the gluten. You'll have some, there'll, there'll be some stickum in there by your own intimacy. You'll recognize what we're saying. Yeah. So you'll see, oh, the head just claimed this vision and now thinks it's higher above everyone else. And I should, should I, and then people call me, I'm going to become a teacher. I said, well, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> you know, go, go for it. Yeah. Because, you know, in my life, I've never known what was going to happen until after it happened. You just did what you did and then things occurred. Yeah. And so that's, that's my only experience of things. So how, how things got uh, clearer and stabilized was through, uh, you know, mistakes and understandings. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think that, see, of course, again, the, the idea of nihilism with non-duality is reaction of the mental state, yeah? The mental state, how it translates what it thinks non-duality means is not what non-duality means. So now it thinks I'm not gonna do, I'm not, no, I'm not gonna do anything and this and that. That's all a, a, a false reaction from a false place, yes? So, yeah. Be clear about that. Yeah. Thank you. What yeah. do you mean by nihilism? Nihilism is a fuck it. It doesn't matter, right? Nothing like happens. Meaningless and usually depression. Yeah. It's not like everything is meaningless out of the course of miracles. Right. It means right. everything's meaningless. Yeah. After you've drenched things with meaning and then you realize it's meaningless, it's a, yeah. But it's, it's, a, it's definitely a reaction from the mental claiming, yes happens with anything but non-duality is potent so the head can you know can do some heavy shit with non-duality it can people in recovery they get introduced to non-duality they immediately a lot of them want to swap recovery with non-duality <laughs> just that's how the head looks at it this is the way i can get out of this yeah yeah so after a while you see all you don't have to see every trick you see the pattern of tricks and then you recognize every trick. Yes? You don't have to recognize every trick. You see a pattern. The biggest pattern is to know that the mental activity that arises and claims what's, you know, the idea of the seeing as implying the seer is not volitional. Yeah? It's mechanical. You're not doing it. You're not doing the selfie. So it's not something else to get guilty about. 
you're not doing the self. The selfing is implying there's a one. And then you talk as the one. And then the only way you can see the selfing is that you're doing it. It's just like the nihilism. Exactly. As soon as the wrong, as the, the, the myopic view hears this message, this is what it, this is one of its reactions. Yeah. Nothing means anything. There's no purpose to anything. Yeah. And things keep going on. Yeah. <laughs> you wear a purpose much looser. <laughs> you do. Yeah. I have no purpose in life. Well, what? Putting the toast in the toaster was purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Putting the peanut butter on was purpose. No, that's not what I'm talking about. A grand, incredibly important purpose. Yeah, you may not be that grand and important. No, it may not be that way. You could be correct there. Yeah, but you'll be used like everything else. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I hope it. Yeah, I. Uh, you could call it almost in time. It's like an immaturity. So you non-duality is a very novel idea. You have to admit that. So when it's presented, the head puts great expectations of what it can do with it. <laughs> like uh, extract itself from any responsibility about anything. <laughs> so if there is no self, then how can I be an alcoholic? <laughs> and then they're drunk and <laughs> yeah. The head runs to some great, yeah, it's a trip. I used to see it all the time. I remember in Germany, I was giving a talk and the people would hear it and then they were like, so that means I'm going to lay on a couch all day. I'm going to go and trap, drop acid as soon as me. I, I bet you won't. You probably won't be dropping acid because you weren't doing all this. <laughs> you see, they, but they, the way the head reacts is, oh, all right. So I've been the doer until now. And now there's no doer. No, there was never a doer. Then how did all this doing going on? Exactly. <laughs> There's doing without a doer. As, as Buddha supposedly said, you know, events happen, deeds are done, which would be a doer. Yeah. Events happen, deeds are done without any, in, with, uh, but there's no individual uh, doer thereof. Yeah. That's the whole message. But when a doer hears that there's no doing, it thinks like it's just happening now. You mean, <laughs> no, there's never been a doer. Yeah. Yes. You run into all these and they're not very unique because the system is myopic and its reactions are few. They're not zillions or many. They just the same old, same old. Yeah. You're not even that interesting, are you? Yeah, so anyone else? Uh, ben Clark. Hi, Ben. Ben. Yeah, it's warm, man. Eh? Again. Ben. He's muted. Tommy's muted. Oh, you're muted, Ben. I'm sorry. I have to be the one who communicates. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, I was just going to quite a joke. Um, yeah, about the nihilist stealing your rod. But, um, yeah, I've got, I've, I have my uh, e bike. Stolen today. I brought myself an e-bike, and 
that's where I live, there's a lot of hills. So it was really nice having this e-bike. And then I came out of the swimming bar today, and um, it's been nicked. So two guys have come along and with angle grinders and cut the locks off. I can't hear but, um, you. still can't hear me. Hey, um, it's just a, little, just a little unclear. You're talking about an e-bike, right? The bass was heavy. I couldn't hear it from the bass. Yeah, yeah. It sounded like that guy used to... Did he say he had a joke? And you start talking about an e-bike and a swim, and then something about guys with. No, I grab a chair if you like. I'm good. I think he dropped off. I think we lost Ben. I heard something. It was sort of like a. Sounded like James Earl or whatever. That guy had that deep voice. Oh, yeah. After this? Yes, we are. Okay. Yes. Tell them to go ahead and prepare it for you. All right, Ben. Ben, you're back. Go ahead. Oh, Take yeah, two. yeah. Yeah. It was because I had these stupid headphones in that they oh, uh, great. kind of. Yeah, now yeah. I can hear you. Yeah. Um, well, the first thing was uh, I think the nihilists, weren't they the guys that stole your rug? They stole me the rug. Yeah. No, they. Should. In the Big Lebowski. Um, oh, the Big Lebowski, yes. Remember? Uh, yeah. No, but today I uh, <laughs> I went I went swimming, and I've um, I recently quite a rare thing for me. I treated myself to a really expensive e-bike, and I've really enjoyed riding for the couple last couple of months. And I came out today, and it was gone, and like it had two real big secure locks on it and everything. But two two guys came along. And in full view of all these people, just sawed it off with an angle grinder. The joys of living in London. And um, so I was pissed off, you know. But then I thought, ah, well, you know, I've got insurance. It's a bit of a hassle and all the rest of it. And I thought it was a bit like that, you know, with this traveling lighter. You've got a kind of insurance. Yeah. <laughs> Shit happens, yeah. but you've got this insurance. <laughs> yeah. That it's not, that it's kind of not happening, you know. Or it's happening, it has its effects, you know, but they... Yes, you know. exactly. It softens yeah. the reaction. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what it's about. That's yeah. traveling lighter, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. that's good. I'm sorry about the bike. Oh, well, yeah. someone's, enjoy it. someone's enjoying it until they get arrested. <laughs> and, and you never know, because um, when I was moving once and I was putting stuff on Craigslist, I, I put stuff in the driveway for people to take, and there was yeah. stuff up by my house, which is obviously you don't take that stuff. And while I was gone, they took that stuff. And so, and then I was going through like more the AA kind of thing about, okay, well, like what's my part? And you know, I realized it's like there's an attachment to material things more than, you know, but they did it so I could resent them for it. Yeah. So, and then, oh, you know, that's so thank you. I could actually feel, you know, and you feel compassion for people that need to do that. Totally fine. Then it turns out that the, somebody was driving by 
and took a picture of their license plate and put on Craigslist. I saw you do this and you better bring it back because I know that's not what he meant for you to take. Wow. <laughs> and these people saw it. I said, no, please don't report me. And they were like illegal aliens. <laughs> and, wow. they, and they brought it back. And I'm not saying that, that, that I had no, no imagination that, I, yeah, yeah. I, that yeah. could be a skillful means, right? Yeah. But like the not, you know, it's a good story. Yeah. And, source, and so whatever happens, whether it doesn't come back or not, <laughs> it was. But, yeah, I mean. Totally. <laughs> It was funny because when I was in the water, I was in, I was swimming and it's an open air pool, but it's, it's heated. So it's not cold, but your back gets a bit cold, you know? And, um, I was thinking, oh, wouldn't it be nice if the sun came out? And the next thing the sun came out, I'm like, oh, it's a fucking miracle, you know? And then <laughs> I come out and I've got another miracle. I no longer have to lock this fucking bike up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I got, uh, so tomorrow I'm going to go and pick up my son's old bone shaker and, uh, have to have to suffer the hills. <laughs> I'll appreciate the downside more. <laughs> the, the wave, right? The wave down. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you go up a hill on an e-bike, it's no effort. So going down, you don't enjoy it so much. If you go up on a on a proper old bone shaker, and, that's and, right. And that's right. You're old like me, then you really enjoy that downhill bit. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, just reports from the front line, really, Paul. Oh, Thanks great. Thank you. Thank you, man. That was Thanks great. for all your yeah. pointers. That was great. Okay, let's end soon, eh? Yes. Anyone yes. else? Ah, that's interesting, yes. One time I had a bike in a... Uh, we used to go to this cathedral. We were like the uh, the archdiocese of the Catholic in this town, Rockville Center. So we had this huge cathedral, beautiful stained glass. I used to like to go in there and uh, just check out the stained glass and quiet. And I'd like, I locked the bike to itself and I left it in the vestibule, so to speak. And then someone stole it out of the church <laughs> and I got righteously indignant. Because it was like, you know, I could think, oh, it's all right in front of my house. The church, they stole it from the church. And I ran into these neighborhoods and I was just yelling, who's got my fight? I went fucking you ballistic. Hung out by the confessional. What? You just hung out by the confessional. <laughs> that's right. Oh, man. It was, it was, uh, that's, a, yeah. that's another coincidence. I was doing a stained glass course this morning. So I went uh, from the stained glass course to the swoon bars. So. <laughs> and see it the circles back yeah there you go wow. yeah. Yeah. yeah you get to see things you don't see even if it doesn't you know there's no fix but you get to get a different view uh, at least yeah. there's a chance of a different view. yeah well on that note anyone else Another hand. i got something to kind of share all I right just did a 11 day my reason for doing the retreat was to bring my friend Chess, who's never done anything like oh, this. Yeah. And also a timeout for me, forced 11 days. Of, the meditation was nothing. It was listening to Buddhist, just even an hour dogma. But we're on this path and we're in kindergarten and we're going to go to it might take many lifetimes and, and the purity of the mind. How that's going to move you along the path. I mean, it just, it sounds so crazy to me. You know, I was like, 
Usually I don't care what they say because I'm by myself and I just ignore them, but I have my friend. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> this is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I guess I'm still emotional. <laughs> also, there's nothing to think about for you know, 24 hours. But anyway, so that was, um, it was interesting to do these retreats and see where you are at any time. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I did Goenka years ago when I was in Australia. Yeah, I like Goenka. The guy, the guy who got it started, and then did he still have him video doing his chanting? Every his single, every single course in every part of the world is exactly the same. Yeah, he does that. He had an incredible. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. what was the guy Jabba the Hut from the thing? He looks just like Jabba, and every <laughs> night they'd have him. Bob, <laughs> it was a trip. Some people love it and they have it in their homes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's passed away now. But I like his whole idea. He got something out of it. And then he, they put it, they set it up for free. Yeah. And you donate what you can. And then people do service at future ones, which is great. And it keeps going. I mean, to it's be a part nice. of the group and to go places, you need to meditate one hour in the morning and one in the afternoon. That's the, that's the, like, yeah. I have a Pavlovian response to that gong. Okay. <laughs> the My knees gong, start yeah. hurting. Oh. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the, the gong. I remember the gong. Yes. Hey, we're gonna go, bro. Let's go, eh? Let's yeah. say goodbye because okay. people are. Although I'm gonna add one thing. You have Knock Khan. Uh, oh, Mickey yeah. sent me a eulogy that she had, and uh, the whole eulogy is great. But there is this great story about a leaf that he has. Uh, and I'll just mention the part about how the leaf loves the dance, the autumn leaf, loves the dance of falling, never doesn't think it's not a tree, right? And obviously it becomes a tree again through, you know, uh, through the earth. Yeah. But yeah, but that part about the leaf doesn't mind falling. <laughs> Very poetic today. Yeah, and let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's pass the basket, Mike. Can you get that thing in there? Uh, yeah. Chris will get it. This is in case you Let me say, yeah, let me say goodbye to everyone. Uh, you just Let's go inside. Yeah. All right, everyone. Hello. This way, so you don't get the reflection. All right. Yeah, I can see. Hey, everyone. Let me. Uh, so there's Annette. Nice to see you, Annette. Yeah. Yeah, Angie. Angie. Oh, there's Boaz. Thank you, Boaz. Yeah. Ben C. Oh, now I can hear you. Yeah. Kenneth, nice to see you. So, did 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 you hear me, Annette? First, Annette. Yes.
Yes, I did. Please post uh, the name of the Rinpoche in his book. Eh? Oh, tell, yes, I'll type. You don't want to reveal the No, book. no, he can reveal yeah. the book. I was joking. It's an old book, yeah. Yeah, he'll write it down, yeah. Thank you, sweetie. Okay. He'll write it down. <laughs> I listen to you a lot, so I appreciate your help. Oh, great. Well, thank you. It's nice to meet you. Yes, very nice. All right, let's, we got, uh, yeah, the book will be coming up, yes. We got Angie. Nice to see you, Angie. Thank you. Thank you for uh, keeping the ball moving at the Zooms. Yeah, thank you. We got Boaz. Nice to meet you, Boaz. Where are you, Boaz? Uh, Israel. Israel. Nice to meet you, Boaz. And we've got Ben C. Uh, we'll have a GoFundMe to get Ben a new bike. <laughs> oh, no, well, if you're going to do that, just get me a Porsche or something. <laughs> Kenneth, nice to see you, bro. Uh, we got uh, Francis. You know, Francis has disappeared. Anu, always a pleasure. Anu's back. She's back home. Good, good. Roman, as always. David from Melbourne. There he is. Nice to see you, David. Someone else I can't see. What's that? Is that Z? No. Uh, Arthur. Oh, Artur. Nice to see Artur from Sweden. Yes. Nice to see you, Artur. We got Michael. Pleasure. Linda. Always a pleasure to see Linda. We got Tariq from Dover, New Jersey. Nice to see you. Chris G. Dono. Tommy from Ireland. Judith. Hey, there she is. Oh, Judith. You look like you have a structure now. I want to put in mud on the wall, getting uh -huh. it ready for painting. Oh, great, great. Nice to see you, honey. Thank yeah. you for the time, Paul. Love you. Stefan, I'm having never left. Steve, there he is from Germany. Nice to see you, Steve. We got Leah. Oh, Leah. Oh, always a pleasure to see Leah. She's resurfaced from, uh, she's in Florida now. Yeah. Uh, we've got Mark N. We got Nanette. There she is. Nanette. Uh, Brahmi. Oh, is this Brahmi? Oh, yeah, Brahmi. Yeah, in chat, she said to say hi, give you a What the hell, Brahmi? <laughs> you let your hair down. Hey, you know, it had to happen at some point. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Brahmi. So good to see you all. Letting it, letting it all hang down. <laughs> Thanks for coming and saying hello, hon. Oh, my pleasure. Very good, very good. All right, we got William, William L. There he is, nice to see you, William. Jim, very much, again, nice to see you. Kelly, yeah. hello, Kelly, how are you? Where are you from, Kelly? She just went to the void. <laughs> no, I'm from Wisconsin. Oh, nice to meet you, Kelly. 
Thanks, you too. I've listened to you a lot. Oh, good. Great. Well, nice to meet you then. Yeah. You we'll see each other again. Yeah. We got Jacob from Seattle. Hi, there Jacob. he is. Nice to see you. Anyone else? Is that it? Oh, wait a minute. Uh, maybe Sue. Oh, we got Sue Kay. Always a pleasure. Mark Nelson reappeared somewhere. I think that's it. Yeah. Hey, fantastic. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. I'll see you. Uh, every All the events are on zenbitchslap.com. Oh, remember, Italy also. <laughs> yeah. so all the information about the Italy trip is up on the website now. And so uh, we're going to do a retreat there in September. Amelia has set it all up, this beautiful place. Gonna have English speaking guides, excursions, yeah, swimming in caves, going to the, uh, the, the Florence of the South, Lecce, yeah, it'd be beautiful. So yeah, take a look at that. And uh, I think I'm gonna be doing a retreat in June in Colorado also for another group, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's all going to be up. Thanks. I'll see you soon. Bye bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Oh, thank you. you. Thank you.